610 on a Friday morning, currently 32 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix 108 Studios. And I don't know about you, but I the last couple days with the windy, sloppy, snowy, icy, whatever we've been getting, I kind of feel a little bit cooped up. You feel cooped up? Like I need to get out? I, I, I get that. I just, the word you chose is humorous to me because you go by cool. <laughs> Thank you for... Cooper is cooped up. Yes, exactly. Unintentional, by the way. Not trying to be in a weird name punny sort of way. Oh, you're good. It's a Friday. Let's do this. It is. Let's go. So uh, if you're looking like me to try to get out and do something this weekend. So uh, tomorrow is Earth Day and to celebrate Minnesota DNR. uh, They're offering free park access to the state parks around the region for the day tomorrow. So if you're looking to get out now, if you're thinking, well, what's it going to be like tomorrow? That's what I was going to ask. Mid thirties, chance of snow showers, scattered snow showers. So it's not going to be like a blizzard, but you could run into a little bit of snow. That's not Um, too bad though. Be a little bit of a breeze, but not like it was yesterday. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So if you're looking to get out, put a, put a winter coat on. You know, depending on how active you're going to be, and and you can still get out and enjoy uh, some of the area state parks. So yeah, the the whole day being labeled as free parks day, um, one of four days each year when the Minnesota DNR waives the requirement for a vehicle permit at state parks and recreation areas, because otherwise you do need either a sticker or a day pass uh, to go and right. actually use most of these places. Uh, and so we can do so without, which is kind of nice. Uh, and one in particular that might be interesting, I know it's kind of gone viral online the last couple of days. Uh, if you're looking for a little bit more of a road trip, this one's way up at the tippy top of Minnesota's Arrowhead region. Uh, it's the uh, the, play, the uh, Grand Portage State Park. Okay. And there's been photos that have popped up a couple of days ago online due to the cold, windy, and high water situation. So the spray off of the... The waterfall at Pigeon River, uh, at the waterfall there, um, is leading to spray in the air and it's freezing on stuff. And so everything looks, it's coated in like a bubble of this brownish yeah, ice. And it it's wild. It's pretty interesting looking. So if you're looking for a unique uh, viewing experience, now the one thing I would mention is if you're planning on going and checking this one out, you might want to wear like ice cleats because everything's yes. coated in ice. <laughs> Getting around might be kind of difficult, especially if you're planning on going around in some of the walking areas, the stairways, it's, you know, and things like that, because it's slippery. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. So I've, I've done that before, too, where I thought, oh, I'm going to go check out whatever. And then I get there and I go, I own two pairs of ice cleats and I didn't bring them. What are you thinking? Why? So <laughs> I'm trying to, because especially being that this is a little bit of a journey away, um, yes. You might want to plan ahead if you're planning on doing that and getting some photos. And the weather situation, it's going to be above freezing today and tomorrow, barely. Uh, So it's not going to melt quickly, but there might be some melting that occurs. But if you want to go check that out this weekend, um, that might be a thing to do. Just the bubbly ice is so cool looking to me. It is. We've got photos, by the way, if you want to see what we're talking about. In particular, some of the trees, the way they're just like, they look like somebody made like bubble animal, like... Like balloon animals out of trees. Yes. Like yes. brown balloon or animals. Or kind of looks like I'm stepping on foot of a alien movie set. Yeah. So very interesting. You can check out those photos right now on the Mix website or the Mix with a mobile app. Uh, so Ian, later on this morning, we have one more chance to see uh, Joe Gatto. He's going to sure be in do. town tomorrow. And uh, you need to send in a joke to win tickets and just do so through the Mixer mobile app. There's the uh, send voice message button or you can just tap into the Joe story. Either way, same place. And then you can share a joke with us that we will play uh, a winner 
and uh, award them tickets. Absolutely. Let's do that. So be looking forward to that a little bit later on this morning here in Mix and Wait. 629 on a Friday morning, currently 32 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix and Wait studios. And while we had a very brief stretch of a couple of days where <laughs> swimming seemed like a good idea, it hasn't really been so that nice. way, obviously, yet. Uh, normally, we get into that season later. Right. But if you're thinking about getting ahead of the game and maybe your kid needs a new swimsuit, there's a swim instructor and mother that's offering some advice on uh, a color you should avoid for a, for a swim attire for your kiddo. Uh, that color, blue. You know, this is perfect timing for me because I got something pretty big planned for my son's golden birthday okay. this summer. And uh, so to celebrate, I wanted to surprise him with a new swimsuit. And, of course, I bought him a blue swimsuit. <laughs> and now I'm seeing this come out. And I'm like, oh, mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is wonderful. Sorry. Well, it's, uh, I'm not ahead of time. So, yeah, there's a, her name is Nikki. She uh, shared a TikTok video, which explains why it's not a great idea. So she has a, a young uh, daughter that has a like a lighter color blue swimsuit yeah. and put her in the water and then took a video and there's nobody else in the pool. So there's not like ripples everywhere. It's just her kid in the water. And it's amazing how difficult it is to see the kid underwater. And that's the concern because most pools are blue. Right. And so if you have a blue swimsuit, blue kid, and if something happens, if they fall in or something occurs where they're under the surface, it's harder to see them under the surface if they're wearing something that's going to blend in with the background. See, I didn't even think of that. I wouldn't have either. And I'm colorblind. <laughs> but to be fair, his suit is dark blue, and this okay. suit looks lighter blue. Sure. So I feel like he's going to be okay. Yeah. And most pools tend to have a lighter blue tone yeah. to them. Most of them. Not, you know. So that that's the advice that this woman is, is offering. Is uh, She points out in the video, look how difficult it is to see her underwater, because she's like the kid's, I don't know, a couple years old, old enough to like stand in the pool or whatever. Yeah. You can see above water, obviously, the kid's standing there, but everything below water, very difficult to see. Mm -hmm. um, she goes on to say in this particular case for the video she shared on TikTok, uh, there aren't a bunch of other kids splashing around. There's no waves or, you know, ripples right. or anything. It's just her in the water. Um, and so it's it makes it tough to see. Uh, so this woman is, uh, she specializes in teaching children how to swim, especially those ages six months to six years old, and offers that advice to parents looking to buy a swimsuit for their kid. Um, she says, my mom had three kids and she wanted us to be easy to spot so we, you know, we could be seen anywhere we were on the pool, uh, which makes sense. So I guess something to think about. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't even occur to me to even think about that. Wouldn't have thought about it either. And this particular one, like I said, it's a lighter blue, almost like a teal color suit yeah. that her daughter's wearing uh, in the photo she shared. So I guess pick your spots, you know, know, know that and and uh, know the consequences of picking your bad. And you you never assume or, or imagine anything bad happening. You know, you don't want to think right. about that. But in the event that it does, you know, you got to be able That's to think and act quickly. So. so looking for vibrant colors. There you go. Yes. Yes. So put Atlas in blaze orange. Done. <laughs> I got like an orange plaid swimsuit that I wear. So oh, really? Fine, yeah. <laughs> I also got one with octopus tentacles. Really? Don't worry about it. Like it's my favorite off animal. of it? Or just no, 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 like printed on from, them. Yeah, like printed on, like coming from oh, the waist. And like, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Not like actual like weird things that I attach to my body. <laughs> but I understand what your thought process is. That'd be kind of fun. Well, you know, check it out. I'm an octopus. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Release the kraken. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, music ahead for you soon from Harry Styles. We're also going to give somebody a chance to win some Joe Gatto tickets if you want a chance to win yourself. Send us a joke, audio message through the Mix Mobile app here on Mix 8. Happy Friday. Good morning to you. 648 currently is 31 degrees at the Mix 8 Studios downtown Duluth. So have you seen the uh, story about the Bobcat? Uh, yes. <laughs> of course I have. What the Hey. I feel like my word of the week this week is wild, and I apologize if I'm overusing it, but, like, all these things are pretty wild. So if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, Lauren actually wrote this uh, the story, some visuals on our website, mobile app. Uh, so there's a sheriff from Portage County in Wisconsin that shared a photo and even a video of this interesting situation. Uh, it happened on Wednesday, and <laughs> so there was a bobcat. Yes. In the vehicle, yes, and but not just like, you know, where people sit. Not, not, yeah, not on the seat. No, no, it was, it was in the uh, the grill area. Oh, like in so in the front. So if you're looking at the front of the vehicle, you could see it through the grill. Yes. <laughs> um, so the dispatch got a call saying, "I have a bobcat in my car." So imagine being the the person on dispatch getting a phone call going. I have a bobcat in my car. I mean, at that point, you go, uh, okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, I have a few questions. Yep. Um, yeah, so anyway, um, they responded, and they saw this bobcat hiding. And what's weird is, so you hear this with cats once in a while. They were, they were able to climb up into a vehicle because the engine was warm maybe right. or whatever. You hear about those things once in a while or squirrels or whatever. But like, but but like little house cats. Yeah, bobcats are a little bigger. Yeah, and it, I'm I'm very like I how did this bobcat get in there? Very carefully. Uh, clearly. <laughs> so um they were able to release the animal. The adventure was interesting. Right. Um I I commend the officers that responded to this situation because you're dealing with a wild animal that all of a sudden maybe realizes it's it's having a gonna have a hard time getting out of there and maybe starts feeling a little panic because there's people that are like walking around the vehicle right. you know and ugh. i know i remember uh last year around this time there was a turkey that broke into a second story apartment yep. building in wisconsin yep and that was a wild time watching police try to get that thing out <laughs> my dad had a situation where a grouse flew through somebody's window Ooh, and so he yeah was playing it's like it's like rocky chasing a chicken you know what i mean right. it's, it's that type of training oh, situation yeah. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. it, it's so for people that deal with that type of stuff good for you yes, because that's and I, it happens and what do you do right i couldn't imagine trying to get this big cat out from a grill in a car they did it you can Holy check out the God. photo and the video of the uh the experience on the mix mobile app and mix but Wow. Um, also, could you imagine like walking out to your car and all of a sudden hearing a like, yeah, like, and thinking, "Oh, this little cat, cat oh, hiding." That's, no. that's not that's not a little cat. That is a that is yeah. <laughs> so, well, and, and if you've never seen a bobcat before, just for reference, I mean, they're bigger than a cat, but it's not like they're a mountain lion. They're not they're not right. five feet long. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're a little, little bigger and definitely more aggressive than your run of the mill house cat. <laughs> so. 
Uh, coming up here in a little while, we're going to be getting Ian's toolbox in for this morning. I believe we have some misconnections today, don't we? We sure do. So we're going to get to those later on this morning. Plus another and final chance to win tickets to see Joe Gatto. Going to be doing a show tomorrow at the deck. And if you want a chance to win, you can still share a joke with us. Just go to the Mix Mobile app and send us a voice message uh, with your joke. We might be picking yours and playing it on the air later on this morning here at Mix and Wait. Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mitch 108. What a tool. So we are starting this finally Friday edition, of course, down in Florida, when the entire state, so I'm talking about the Florida government, had to apologize to all Florida residents because they sent off a test alarm to every single person's phone at four in the morning. (laughs) Did they say open Florida? Because if not, they probably should have. Well, and you know, they said, we're so sorry. That meant to be a TV test, Uh, not a phone test. So everyone got loud alarms. Yeah. When when those go off on your phone, they're not quiet. And that's by design. It's important if you're going to use them, but... And don't worry if you're wondering, the city <laughs> removed the company that was responsible for the test. Yeah. So okay. that company is no longer helping them. Jeez. Yikes. Uh, now we're talking about an actual tool. Over 2 million sledgehammers have been recalled after uh, the hammer part literally falling off and injuring people. Ugh. So could you imagine picking up a sledgehammer and it just coming straight at your face. That sounds frightening. Yes. I, I So I actually, swinging a sledgehammer, had the, the, the head of it fly off before. Oh, Because the wedge that kept gosh, it in. Gosh, yeah. It came out. <sighs> Luckily, it didn't hit anything. I mean, it hit the ground, but. <laughs> and this is uh, multiple brands, including DeWalt, Stanley, and Craftsman. Ooh. And I just, whew, be careful, over 2 million. And there's nice. been about 500 reports of injuries of the head detaching and falling on people. Yeah, probably don't want that tool in your toolbox. Uh, no. And then lastly, in Arkansas, sheriffs are scratching their head and looking for uh, thieves that stole over 120 foot long oak logs. One, they're wondering how they even... That's not an easy thing to steal. No. Escorted the logs away. And two, they don't understand how they can't find them. Hmm. Apparently, they were found missing from uh, one of those big semis. Sure. And they're just gone. Like, the semi-truck driver came out and just gone. Who goes, I'm going to steal a bunch of logs. Right. Like, 20-foot logs, over 100 of them. I don't understand people. <laughs> what are you going to do with them? I mean, I get I get good. If it's good lumber, it's it has value. I get that. It's not like they're useless or pointless, but... Well, that's going to do it for my toolbox today, Nick. All right, then. That's uh, something. Thanks for you. Thank you for that, Ian. Hey, anytime. Good morning and happy Friday. It's 714, 31 degrees. And uh, so this weather recently has been leading to an interesting phenomenon that I've never heard of before. Apparently, it does happen once in a while. You're about to tell me another wild story, aren't you? I am. All right, let's hear it. So it, we're very animal heavy this morning. Okay. So loons apparently yeah. were falling out of the sky in, in uh, northern Wisconsin recently. How? Exactly. That's the question I had when I first saw this. So what was happening was um, there were some loons that, as they were flying, dealing with the weather conditions we've had recently, they were getting iced up. And so they couldn't stay in the air, which is, it it happens to planes, you know, and it happens to 
other creatures as well. But right. um, what's particularly interesting about loons is as they are starting their migration process, um, they, unlike a lot of, let's let's take like geese, for example. Okay. Geese can walk and run yeah. pretty well. Loons can't really get around on land. Oh. They don't walk very well. Right. So the what's particularly interesting about this is if a goose ices over, they can land and walk around and they can, they just can't fly for a while yeah. until they thaw out. But loons are kind of stuck. With a loon, they're just kind of stuck there because they don't, they, they, even though they have legs, they're just for swimming. They can't really walk around. And, and something I didn't even think about. Yeah. And so there was a report of some loons that had fallen out of the sky. They were referred to it as a loon fallout. So um, there's a Facebook page called Raptor Education Group okay. that shared this uh, information um, saying alert loon fallout currently happening in northern Wisconsin. Um, and they said they had gotten some calls about loons um, in the last couple of days dealing with this situation. They called out areas in Wisconsin uh, as far south as Wausau, or how, how did you say yesterday? <laughs> like Wasu, I think. Wasu. Uh, yes. Uh, Rice Lake, uh, Drummond, other areas in, in central and northern Wisconsin. Uh, and they point out, as I mentioned, loons can't walk. Uh, they say they need your help. So if you come across a loon that is on land, they yeah. were probably not. They didn't mean to be there. Right. So because I was going to ask, what do you do in that? That's a good question. So the Thanks. recommendation they offer is this. Um, they do need your help. Or So the first thing you could do is potentially call local DNR officials. They could, okay. they could come and help out. Um, however, the other advice this Raptor Education Group offers is um, they they need to be uh, potentially you know moved to a different location. You might need to intervene. The thing to know is loons are they say this and I can see this. They're kind of hard to handle. They have a very sharp, pointy beak, and they don't like being handled. Do they as, get a little loony? Ha ha ha! <laughs> so the first thing they say is you should call. Uh, there's a loon rescue uh, phone number that they actually have. Oh sweet! Um, in our uh, we have a post on our website about this. Um, but if you need to step in on your own, you could also call local wildlife. But they say don't take them to a small pond for release. Um, you've probably heard this before too. Loons need a lot of runway to take off and land. Oh, I did not know that. So actually. if you're, if you are going to on your own transport them somewhere where they could like get around, they need a larger body of water. So a small pond, unlike a duck that can get up quickly out of the, out of the water. Yeah. Loons can't do that. I got a random question and I don't know if you can do this or not, but I feel like you might be able to. Can you do a loon call? Me? No. Ah, dang it. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's not a loon call. That was amazing, though. It's that, yeah. Uh, so they they go on to say that loons have sharp beaks, and uh, if if you're in a situation where you're going to try to help them out on your own, if if somebody else can't step in, a trained expert, a wildlife official, or something like that, uh, they say you should cover them with a blanket to contain them, transport them in a rubbermaid container with air holes in the top, and then they say you put towels in the bottom of the container or box to cushion their V shape keel to prevent injury and then again they have a phone number for this loon group which i didn't know existed but makes sense um and you can see some additional information about this it's it's not a, an ev everyday occurrence but it does happen especially when we end up with icy weather like we've gotten lately makes um, sense. and so if you see that or even just in general if you see a loon again away from water they, they don't mean to be there Fair. so you might want to check in with a wildlife official because there might be something going on. They might need some help. So, but you learned a couple things about loons. I sure did. So majestic little birds. Yes, I tell you the more, you know, yeah. And I, so a couple years ago, I was out fishing early season and there was a loon that was swimming around the boat. Ooh, they are incredible swimmers. I mean, I knew they swam well, but right. 
seeing them dart around the boat. That's pretty cool. Was really neat. Okay, I like that. It was really cool. I like so that. yeah, they're I, I like loons. You know, Minnesota State bird. Hey, love what's, not, what's not to like? Exactly. So if you want to see a little bit more about the uh, this this loon fallout situation again, we've got the story on the Mix Mobile app or at mixandweight.com. Uh, coming up here in a little while, we are going to be awarding the final person with a pair of tickets to see Joe Gatto. That yes. show is coming up tomorrow. So listen in, and if you have a joke you want to submit, final call. We're going to take those jokes through the Mix Mobile app and play one coming up soon here in Mix and Await. 7.34 on a Friday morning. Hey, Ian, it's Yo, Friday. It's Friday! Let's yes! go! So uh, to celebrate the fact that, A, it's Friday, B, Joe Gatto's going to be in town tomorrow doing a show. Sure is. We're giving away some tickets. So uh, we've been taking audio submissions all week. We also got some text-based submissions. We didn't forget about you. So if you are some of the people sending those in, in the text chat feature on our app, don't worry. We didn't forget about we you. We got you. Ian's going to read actually one of those that was submitted here this morning. So Ian. Yes. What's the what's the joke that was submitted through our text feature on the mobile app? All right, well, this is from Trish. Okay. And she said, you know, the problem with kleptomaniacs is they always take things literally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hey, there, it, there is. it is. Thanks, Trish, for that. <laughs> so, Trish, going to the show. Uh, you and a guest tomorrow at the, uh, at the tech. But you know what? I think we should uh, we should take things up one more notch. Okay. We found another pair of tickets. Whoa, what let's, are we going to do with them? Let's just, uh, do we want to make somebody tell us a joke on the phone? Or do we just want to give them away to somebody? What you do you think? You know what? It's a Friday. Let's make it easy. We'll just, we'll take caller number eight right Boom. now. 740-2MIX, 740-2649. We want to hook you up with a pair of tickets to see Joe Gatto live at the deck tomorrow night. All right, that's simple. Be caller eight, and you could be going to the show. You and a guest tomorrow. We'll find out who our winner is next here in Mixing Away. 7.51 on a Friday morning. I want to emphasize the Friday morning part of that, which I'm loving. Yes. 33 degrees downtown Duluth right now oh. at the Mixing Away Studios. Uh, so, Ian, I, I'm assuming you have Netflix. I sure do. Now, you don't have to answer this because it might legally implicate you, but do you share your Netflix account? What? <laughs> what? Why would you ask me that? I'm assuming then you don't, right? No, of course not. That is a ridiculous question. <laughs> so the reason I bring that oh. up is because this is something we've been seeing headlines about this for over a year now about how Netflix is looking for ways to crack down on password sharing. Right. What's funny is, and I'm not complaining about this, but none of the other streaming services, Hulu, Disney Plus. None of the other ones are complaining about this nearly the same way that Netflix is. Yeah. So what's your deal, Netflix? Which is just interesting to me. But anyway, yeah. they're they're also like the OG streaming service. Between them right. and Hulu, they're probably the you know. Oh, the, I remember getting the physical DVDs. Which in the they're mail. they're stopping sending those out by the way later I this year. Can't believe they're still doing that. I know. So Netflix launched a. Uh, uh, a, a way to combat this password sharing situation because at the end of the day, what they're seeing is these are people that could and should have their own accounts, which would mean more money for the company. Right. Which means uh, the way that they would spin it to the public is it's more revenue to put toward new uh, shows, movies, paying for licensing, which those things are super expensive. Right. I know. Yeah. That. Uh, so they started launching these paid sharing options in countries elsewhere in the world uh, and initially said that earlier this year, the United States would end up seeing a similar situation. So some of the places they rolled out this plan included Canada, New Zealand, Spain, and Portugal earlier this year. And uh, they said they were pleased with the results of this rollout in those countries of seeing more people that were subscribing. So the initial thought they had was, 
um, they were worried people would be like, all right, well, never mind, just canceling that. Yeah. Like, if I was a person that shared my Netflix account, which if I'm not. You were, but okay. if I was... <laughs> <laughs> I'd be super upset by this, and I'd right. probably just cancel my subscription. So that was a worry, but they actually saw some good results of people going, all right, fine. All right. And they did last, I think it was late last year or sometime last year, they did create additional tiers of pricing yeah. to offer cheaper options for people right. as well. So there is that. And on the other side of things, yeah, if I'm already paying for this subscription and I do use it, like whatever. Right. If you are using it, it's worth it then, I guess, at that point. So you might wonder, okay, what is this going to look like is, and when is it going to affect? Yes. So if you're looking at what a lot of experts are thinking would be the model that would be followed here in the United States, they're pointing to what they did in Canada, which they say is a reliable predictor for what will happen in the U.S. for Netflix. The paid membership base is larger there, and what they did is um, if you want to share an account, you pay in the about a $6 equivalent per user fee. So in other words, if you are going to share an account with maybe like kids, neighbors, whatever, uh, outside of your household, in your household is a different situation. Um, you know, if you've got young kids and they're going right. to watch, that's different. But if you're yeah. going to share it with like adult kid or like sibling or whatever in a different household, that's different. Mm -hmm. And what they're doing is they're um, charging an additional $6 per person to add on to the main account price. So... I mean, Six bucks is, isn't as bad as... It doesn't sound bad, but when you add it to what oh, yeah. it already is, it's yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's, mm. So that's the plan as far as when it will happen. Um, they say sometime by the end of this quarter, which quarter two would be um, June. End of June, wouldn't it be? Because it'd be January, February, March, April, May, June. Yeah, by the end yeah. of June. Okay. So, uh, that's the game plan in there. The, even though this seems like it's been kicked down the road a few times, it sounds like they're actually going to rule it out probably by this summer. All so right, let's see what happens. If you do share a Netflix account, you might want to uh, account for that because mm -hmm. <laughs> changes are ahead from the sound of it. So sorry, all of you out there that, that do that. I got to have a conversation with my parents today. But it is, <laughs> is kind of tricky, though, because... They're like I, I like the fact that you have all these options and you can pick and choose. Yeah. Um, but it starts getting expensive. And there's a lot of people I've talked to who have said, you know what, by the time you get all the streaming services you want, it's no different than paying for cable, which people complained about how expensive yep. that is. Because I have Disney and yeah. Hulu and HBO. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry, Max and yep. Netflix. And yep. I'm like, oh, I'm, I got to It all adds up in a hurry. And it's, it, individually, you're like, oh, it's only seven bucks here, 12 bucks there, you know, or whatever. And yeah. You're like, okay, but then when you look at the total price, by the time you get through all of them, mm -hmm. it's not very cheap. So mm -hmm. know that that change is indeed ahead sometime probably by this summer. So heads up, know. Just, just so you can mentally prepare and make your plans. Coming up here next hour, we're going to be uh, checking out some misconnections from around the region. Ooh, I'm looking forward to seeing what that. Ian has found. That should be a lot of fun. We'll also check on your weather coming up next year in Mixing Away. I'm in love with you. Morning Brew. It is indeed time for Misconnections. This never gets old for me. I love <laughs> that scene from The Office and then uh. this music. Everything comes together. So, of course, I go through weeks worth of Misconnections throughout Minnesota. Okay. And this is the time I share them. Love it. First one is titled, My Truck. Ooh. <clears throat> hey, girl. A few years back, we met in my truck. Unfortunately... I lost your contact. Hopefully you see this, because uh, me, my truck, we miss you, girl. 
How do you meet in someone's truck? That's what I want to know. Like, it's not like she was passing through. I know. I'm reading this, and I'm like, you met in your truck. Did she just get in the wrong truck? You know, hi, I'm Lucy. Who are you? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that. that's weird to me. A little bit. You met in the truck. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. Next one. Uh, quick trip. Ooh. Hey, girl. You half shirt, short, cute. Ooh, legs. Right, just like that, too. I watched you walk into Quick Trip. I know you saw me. I was sitting in a car right next to the entrance, and you were blasting Jelly Roll. And I knew you could be the one. But when you entered, I didn't see you leave. Where'd you go? I hope you see this. So I have I have two things. One, either she noticed you watching. Yep. And so she's not coming out. Yep. Or two, she works there. Yep. And that's why she didn't come out. Also, a little weird. I wonder how long he waited around. Yeah, and it, it was 10 p.m. is when he So was she there. probably walked in and, and like, he's still out there. Wait a little <laughs> longer. Yep. I'm going to grab another one of these uh, Glazer Donuts. This last one, titled Lasting Connection at Fickers. Ooh. Hey, man. You had a man bun, a beard, and a Minnesota tattoo. You served us lunch at Fickers, and we became smitten with your otherworldly chill vibe and association with the brew crew. I know we are a rowdy group of boys on our way to the Boundary Waters for a long weekend. Well, we cannot stop thinking about you, and we really feel that you would fit perfectly into our group of boys. We would love to meet up, talk about some more IPA, or even drink a little. We're just looking for some long-lasting brotherhood, and we like your vibes. So this is totally like a wow. bro missed connection. <laughs> and I am here for this. <laughs> there... Uh... Nothing against this because I enjoy these things as well. Many of them. I'm not a big man bun guy, but yeah, uh, as you can tell by my hairstyle. But it's just like there are so many stereotypes about northern Minnesota in that statement. It's so funny. Yes. And I love that <laughs> this guy ended it with reply with all of our lunch orders so we know it's you. So I. I <laughs> okay. So I'm here for the missed bro connection, but you want this guy yeah. to remember every single order. You said you were a group of rowdy boys. Is he going to remember everything? If uh, he does, that's very impressive. Right? Then he belongs in the crew, I guess. Man. That's going to do it for my misconnections. Look at I, just, one I, more love the crew. That, I love that there was a bro one. I that's, had to share it. And it was right here. Yeah, right, right down here, the street. Right down the street. <laughs> that's amazing. And the craziest thing is, I feel like I know who this person is. Oh, really? I do. The, you mean the person that the, the person the, he talked the, about? The bearded man bun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know a guy. Wow. Well, you should check in with him. I'm going Let him know. to, actually. All right. Uh, coming up here shortly, we're going to be giving you the chance to win some tickets to see Jay Leno. He's in town today. Ooh. We'll uh, give you that chance to win coming up soon here Mix It Away. 8.30 on a Friday morning, currently 33 degrees downtown Duluth. Luckily, that snow we were getting downtown stopped. Turned to rain, then it stopped. So that's nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay if it just doesn't do anything the rest of the day, honestly. No, we'll see a little more between today and tomorrow. So, Ian, yes. uh, you found this interesting story about a, a competition between students and staff members at a school that you thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, so this took place in Washington. It was at a middle school, and a lot of parents are upset after a video went viral of this game. So they took a, uh, like, plastic window, put it in, like, a 
wood brace. It's like a sheet of plexiglass. Yes. Okay. And then on each side, there were four things of like whipped cream on them. So like, yeah, I'm looking at the pictures. So there's like streaks of whipped cream. Yes. Vertically going up the, the glass. And so it was a relay race okay. between staff and students that they'd have the first person goes up, run, licks off all the whipped cream, and then goes back and the next person is. Okay. Next person goes and does their thing. But the problem is, is there was literally just one sheet of glass between their tongues. So you're like staring at somebody else licking the, the plexiglass yes. as you're doing the same thing. Yeah. And to me, it <laughs> seems a little weird that it was staff members, faculty of this school. Mixed with students. Mixed with middle school students. And it's just weird to me that this happened. Well, that would probably be the same reason that a lot of parents weren't happy with this either. Yeah, and the fact that the parents didn't even know about it until this clip of it went viral on, like, TikTok and Twitter. Sure. And so do we know, like, what was the premise of these games? Was it just some sort of fun activity for the students, or what was this, like, a celebration of some kind? Yeah, or? apparently it was, uh, the assembly was held right before spring break, and they wanted to do something fun, a little, like, spring break send-off, so, hey, let's do a little relay game. Okay. Uh, they wrote an email to all the middle school families saying yesterday the district became aware of an activity that took place at the school assembly. This activity does not reflect the high standards we hold for our staff members as outlined in the district policy. And the content of the video is highly concerning. We apologize. And it has since been taken down and we will address the situation. So I'm not defending the situation because it is kind of weird to, you know, have people like licking and looking through plex plexiglass at someone else. Yeah. Especially when you've got, you know, teenage student, you know, teacher, staff member. But so do we know, does it say in the story who planned this? It does not. Okay. Because so I remember when I was in school, the student council planned a lot of these different things. Mm -hmm. And so not always was there thought or consideration for some of that. Like it'd be students going, you know, it sounds like a lot of fun. I saw this online or, you know, right. So, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying it isn't no, no, weird. No. And I could but. see that too. And I'm sure it was innocent, but it just, it's weird when you look at this and yeah. you hear oh, about this. For sure. I remember the last assembly I had in my middle school, we had a pie eating contest. Sure. I won, by the way. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> no, it was a cake eating contest. Oh, That's what, what it was. What kind of cake was it? Uh, I don't remember what kind of cake it is. I just remember you couldn't use your hands. Well, so my face was messy, but I want cake. So good job. Nailed it. Yep. But yeah, this whipped cream licking thing, like all I can picture is like my 13 year old self staring at my like 55 year old gym teacher. And I wouldn't want that. You hey, know what I mean? Bleh. Yeah, it's yeah. No. it's it is weird. But that, so that's the only reason I ask is because if this was a student council plan thing or like a student group thing, they probably weren't thinking about it in the same way as an adult would. But the fact right. that maybe the advisor didn't, you know, go, hey, throw throw a flag on the play and go, let's talk about this. There's obviously more to that story that we don't yeah. know the answer to. And, and it did say it was all in good, clean fun. And a few reactions on social media was like, this is being blown out of proportion. But sure. there was a lot of negative yeah, I can see that. Well, and we, we do live in an era where people like to get outraged about things for almost no reason. This, I get that. Yeah. You know, there, but there are certain things where people, you know, over really dumb things, like somebody will argue, I like chocolate ice cream better than vanilla. And then it becomes How this big debate. Exactly. Or I don't like strawberries or it's like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I get why this is kind of weird. But I think a, a good question is, 
who planned it, who who said, yes, this is a good idea from the, the supervisory standpoint, then that becomes a conversation of how do you fix that moving exactly. forward. Exactly. But, yeah, a little weird. Like you said, envisioning myself, you know, because we did different games like that, like for homecoming week. And oh, yeah. I know like we did our, I forget what they called it, but like, so graduation night, um, we did a thing where it was like an overnight deal for seniors. Mm-hmm. We stayed at, you know, at the school all night and played games and whatever. And there was, there were some games that you could like, were a little bit quirky, but they were just students and no staff was involved. Like they'd yeah. be watching but they weren't involved in the games. Right. So, and maybe it would have been different if it was just the students. I don't know. Right. I don't Yeah. But, but. very interesting nonetheless. So, yes. but yeah, that apparently uh, got a little tension online. It sure did before it was taken down. So <laughs> boy, well, yeah, that's uh, a, <laughs> it, it's easy to, that I, I, I know people who have done this before too, where they, they have an idea and it's like totally innocent. But then when you start thinking about how it looks from the outside, you go, Right, mm, right. Not the best look. So, just something to think about when you're when you're planning something. Make sure you run it by somebody or a couple people first, and see yes. if they go. Hold on a second. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. Okay. All right, Ian. We're gonna be uh, checking on some some music soon. We got Harry Styles on the way, as well as Taylor Swift. And there was one other thing we were gonna talk about this morning, Ian. Let's see. What was that again? Was it the Minnesota man becoming a Florida man? That's what it was. I was trying to f- remember what that was because, yeah, you found this story <laughs> that's sure did. pretty interesting. I sure did. Um, so, yeah, you hear the joke about Florida man, you know, like that's kind of a bit on online. Mm-hmm. So a Minnesota Minnesota person went to Florida and, well, <laughs> things happened. Things happened. We'll share that story coming up soon here in Mix and Away. Good morning. Happy Friday, 8.52, 33 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix 108 studios. And Ian, there was a Minnesotan that was recently on vacation in Florida. And uh, I believe one of the jokes I saw on Facebook was, go on vacation, come back on probation. I was just about to say that, you <laughs> son of a nutcracker. <laughs> All right, tell the tale, Ian. All right, so... Well, as you said, a Minnesota man went down to Florida when he decided to break into an office building. The report stated... Because nothing says on vacation, I need to break into an office building. You right? know, The report stated that this 35-year-old from Minnesota broke a window, a window to enter the property because the property was not open to the public. It doesn't say why he wanted to break in, but apparently on his little quote-unquote adventure... An office cleaning crew member confronted the man, to which the man said, I'm leaving, and exited (laughs) out the front door with a trash bag of alcohol bottles in one hand and a fire extinguisher in the other. So I'm assuming the alcohol bottles were in the business that he broke into? I mean, it didn't say he had them when he entered the building. Right. I'm more curious about the fire extinguisher. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> just because when uh so this happened around 12 30 in the morning okay so and when officers were questioning the man he stated listen it's a fun time to be drunk and to have a fire extinguisher <laughs> <laughs> probably not the best thing to say to police officers hey man he's just being honest he said that after they read him his rights the man was charged <laughs> with two felonies Burglary and grand theft and one misdemeanor, petty theft. Oh, man. Well, it also adds to his rap sheet of convictions for assault, fleeing police, fraud, DWI, assaulting a peace officer, and there's more. 
Okay, so there's a history there. There is a history. Okay. And he was also booked into the county jail in Florida instead of a $20,000 bond because he had a felony arrest warrant for failing to show up at Minnesota court hearing in connection to allegedly stealing laptops from a Best Buy store. Mm. So I don't know if he was like actually on vacation or if he was just... Just checking out new territory? On the run. You know what I mean? Man. So. Okay. What a vacation for that Minnesotan. I feel like... Again, crime is a bad thing, right? I'm not yes. encouraging this, but like if you play Grand Theft Auto as an example, if you if the cops are coming after you, you lay low for a while. Yeah. You don't <laughs> go to a different state and break into a building. I just want to know what he was going to do with the fire extinguisher. It doesn't state what his intentions were with it. You know, that. he was his his night was too wild. It was just too much fire he needed to put it out. Oh man. Well, good good for him. I guess he's got what's coming to him. My goodness. Well, if you want to check it out, I got it online. Mix108.com, the Mix108 app as well. That's nice. Ian, you are going to stick around for a while. You're going to be giving somebody the chance to get a $30,000 payday. That's right. I got your next code word for 30 grand in your hand. I also will kick you work day off right with 80 minutes, nonstop commercial free hit music fueled by Quick Trip and my throwback jam of the day, which is a goodie. Ooh, a goodie. I like that. That's coming up. You're going to like it. Okay. The fact that I approve means everything. Honestly, Clearly. it does. We'll find out what it is coming up here in a little bit on Mix It Away. Good morning.